ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted Weston. I am here with Tyler P., the new mouth of the South, the heat seeker himself. I am here with OG Phil. He's down in the bottom corner there. And I am here with the cuz, Cousin Mike. And we are all here uh, to talk a little bit today about the post-WWE Vince McMahon era report card. Uh, But before we get there... Go buy yourself some merch at wanamaneuver.net. Hit up our link tree. Follow us across all the social media platforms at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That is at the bottom of your screen right now. You can see that handle spelled out for you. Please make sure you go to Coastal Championship Wrestling's website, ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. Get your tickets for all your CCW wrestling events happening in Florida, in Nashville, in whateverville. They're all over the place. Make sure you go and uh, and check them out. And uh, And folks, please, 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 please make sure you hit that subscribe button and make sure that you are listening to us on whatever your podcast platform is. Um, Go support the folks over at Sportswire Radio and uh, Northeast Sports on Roku TV as well. All right. I think I got all the plugs out of the way in less than a minute today. I deserve a medal. Okay. (laughs) So we are going to talk about post Vince McMahon era WWE report card. How are things going? How are things doing? Uh, I want to start by talking about SummerSlam with you guys. Uh, OG, Mike, I I know how you guys reacted to SummerSlam. We watched it together. Uh, Tyler, you were at SummerSlam. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to hear, Lucky. I have a couple questions for you. I have a couple questions All for right. you because, because Will and I have noticed and OG, and Cousin and I have noticed when we've been to WWE live events that the noise that we hear on camera isn't always the noise that we hear in the arena. And so uh, I, want, I want to get your, your gauge on some of these pops that we heard over the course of the night. Um, but first, let's go through, let's talk about uh, the pay-per-view itself. Um, do we give it an, an A plus? Do we give it a B plus? Do we give it a D? Do we give it an F? I want to know what you guys have to say about it. Our audience wants to know what you guys have to say about it. I'm going to start with OG Phil on this one. It's been a long time since I started with Phil. So Will, take it over, bro. I give, I'll give the, I'll give SummerSlam a solid A. Like it's a solid A. There mm-hmm. I think the only low point to me during the night was probably the McAfee Corbin match, and I still mm-hmm. give that like a B plus. But it was it was the low point because everything else was so good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's the first time in a while that WWE has really hit on everything, which okay. is very which makes me very happy thinking about what could happen down the road now. Right, right. So. um I'm going to ask this as the devil's advocate here. Okay. Um, one of the other shows on the network here at rewind wrestling radio, top rope wrestling talk. They are not fans of Ronda Rousey, Liv Morgan. They aren't fans of that match. They aren't fans of Liv Morgan in general. They, they kind of drag it, drag it, drag it. Um, I've gotten into many an argument on the top rope wrestling talk, Facebook page with Dom about Liv Morgan already uh, this summer. Tell me, 
you know, you said your lowest point on the card was McAfee Corbin. Why didn't that spot go to Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey for you? Because Top Rope Wrestle Talk is welcome to their wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and and we can say that now because we're good friends. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They're family. They're familiar. Yeah. They're on our they're on our network but now. To guys, me, so. <laughs> to me, I like I like Liv as the underdog. So like even even the way that the match ended, like and and it's tough because Ronda can't really carry a match by herself at the moment. So it's really more on Liv to carry the match. Mm-hmm. But the way that they the way that everything was booked, it still books her as the underdog, but keeps her keeps keeps the belt on her. Like right, right, right. Ronda's known for being this dominant combat sports woman. So let her be that dominant person, but still have the underdog win. Right. And I felt like the match was was a bit stiff. It felt like this was the listen, not everyone in the back agrees with why I pushed for you to get this to get this strap. I'm gonna go out there and beat the shit out of you tonight. And you're gonna eat some shit on on pay-per-view tonight, but then people are gonna see that you took your licks and you kept going. That's kind of what, what it felt like a little bit to me. Yeah. And and they also had their match cut um because at the beginning of the show they uh they ran a little long. Yeah. So so those two had their match cut down in Gorilla, and so they didn't get to do everything that they had planned to do, obviously. So I think that that also played a uh, a big part in how that match played out. Dom, feel free to argue with me in the comments below. I know you will. It's okay. Uh, as as OG said, you're entitled to your wrong opinion, and that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, okay, so let's let's go to Cuz. Cuz, uh, give the pay per view a grade and uh, and talk to us a little bit. I'm gonna say that this is probably the best pay per view that I've watched probably 15 years so it absolutely is a plus for me there were a couple of matches on the card that i did not expect to be as good as they were in fact i made a comment as i was going to the bathroom during the logan paul match saying that hey this is my bathroom break and i came mm-hmm. down and here the dude blew my mind um same thing with uh the women, both women's matches, I thought were fantastic, and they did what they needed to do. I know that there was a lot of time cut down for the one match, but in all honesty, it did what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to make Ronda Rousey look scary and make her look like a threat. She obviously got beat after wrestling somebody in a match for said title. Um, if we're going to do the underdog thing, I kind of like a heel underdog more than I like a face underdog. Mm, it's okay. a little bit more entertaining and it makes you want to watch the match a little bit more because you want to see the underdog get beat. Kind of like JBL when he was had his title. And he kept finding ways to like crawl out from underneath the ring or whatever ways he was finding how to win a match. Um, was it a five-star match? No. But again... It had to put some shine on the Ronda so that when she does come back for whatever program she's coming back for, she's looked at like a serious threat. And she looked like a million bucks versus the past couple of matches that I've seen her wrestle on SmackDown. Um, even the world title match was great. 
Like, I'm oh, still not tired of Roman <laughs> Reigns at all. Um, I know he's probably getting a break sometime soon, but I'm still not tired of him. I like that Brock is playing ball. Um, all around, top to bottom, I think this was a perfect pay-per-view. A lot of people were like not happy that the IC title wasn't represented, but I don't think they needed it. Really, truly don't think that they needed it at all. And the other thing that was really great about this is if you would have told me like four months ago or three or two months ago that I would go watch a pay-per-view and be like, man, it's clearly obvious that they need Cody back as soon as possible. I wouldn't believe you. But at this point, if they book the way that they're booking right now, I think we'll be okay and not have to like, you know, focus on Cody coming back. Yeah, they, they won't have to rush him back, which is good. Hmm. Yeah. Like, ser- like seriously, the the like you said, Mike, the world title match. Like we and we we had said it while we were while we were watching it. I think this is the best version of Brock ever. Yes, because he's he's finally wrestling for himself and not for whatever he was wrestling before for beforehand. Yes, and he's having fun. Yes, he looks like he's having fun. I mean, the dude drove a freaking tractor to the to the <laughs> ring and lifted it up at one point. No, he did. <laughs> yeah yeah all right so let me go to let me go to the heat secret here the guy who tyler. was there <laughs> tyler you were there yeah so tyler before before we even talk about your feelings on the pay-per-view overall i, I need to ask you some questions because you were live okay you were there in the flesh in person um i was first of all shout out to Shul- to jolton joe he was also there uh tyler did not go see him i, how I know how rude, rude. I, I know just leave it to me. He, he's Killer. down to, you know, rib me. Yeah, I know. Killer. <laughs> um, but uh, Tyler, th- there were a couple of pops that I was like, I don't know if that pop is for real. I don't know if that's canned or not. Okay. Um, and you can tell live if the, if the noise is being piped in or if it's not. Edge, Edge's comeback. Was that a live pop? I, I think it was pretty uh, intense. Now, whether it was as good, because to be fair, I'd have to go back and watch it off Peacock mm-hmm. to really tell the difference. That, that's kind of the unique aspect about it. But I'll tell you, Edge was big, but probably not as much as Bailey. I, mm-hmm. I think Bailey would probably equal that, if not more, just because she was the surprise. And then, of course, Brock Roman are going to get it in Rousey and everything. And but yeah, I think Edge got a pretty decent pop. Now, whether it was as uh, sounded as awesome as it did on Peacock, there were certain reactions that I think were appropriate. But that is an interesting point. Even being there live, I think I was just so caught up in it that I, I was hearing what you're saying. But it, I'd have to go back and really review it off uh, Peacock, the actual mm-hmm. show itself, without being there live to really be able to tell. But you, that was a great point. I, I love that question. Gotcha. All right. And so I've got one more of these live, live versus not live questions for you. Um, When Will and I went to WrestleMania at MetLife and AJ Styles versus Randy Orton was happening and WWE kept turning these lights on that were blinding (laughs) the, blinding the audience behind commentary, right? Like they couldn't see anything. And so the, we can't uh, see chance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that whole third of the or quarter of the stadium oh, it was so bad just going, we can't see we can't see if you watch it on on the cock 
Okay. <laughs> That's not there. They took, they made sure they filtered that shit right out and put in piped noise there instead. Um, when, when Brock lifted the ring, I'm sure there was a, a large portion of the audience that was like, what the hell? I can't see anything now. I've got to watch on the screen. Was there any yeah. kind of reaction like that from the audience? Yeah, as, even before that, there was this one bright light, and, and everybody's like, we're doing the same thing, the chance we can't see, we can't see. And it, it was, it was annoying because, you know, I'm glad they've got the big screens there at these stadiums, but it's like, okay, I'd like to see some of the action, please. You know, as much as I respect WWE, it's like, and I understand it, it's probably a production protocol, but it's a pain in the butt. Because like Roman Reigns, if you'll tell on those videos in Street Profits, it, you know, the flashing lights are great all the presentations, uh, very cool, but that daggum light will blind you. And it's like, that's why I had to adjust a lot of my video clips. I was very grateful to be there. I'm not meaning to sound like a complainer, but it hasn't changed. They've still got a bright light where fans do get a little agitated. And I think it got better. It just depended on the segments of the matches, but it, it was nerve wracking though. That was the only thing about SummerSlam. And I guess any WWE live event, like you guys were talking about, had the same issue. It was, it was right there. We had great seats, but we were right in line with it. So that didn't help either. So that's right. why you'll see me pan to like the big screens or the big screen up above the ring. Cause that's normal. I mean, even if you go to a football game or anything, you're, you're going to have to do that. So. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, that's, that's good. All right. Now, now that we've, now that I got those couple of, couple of questions for you out of the way give give me your report card on this one bud i gotta tell you i really love the opening match uh the ladies are tearing it down i, I love becky lynch and with uh, a Bianca. separated shoulder yeah separate exactly yeah. i mean i saw the picture i didn't even realize it till after i saw the picture floating around the internet and i'm like dang man that's a warrior right there that even more respect for these uh, ladies especially mm-hmm. becky lynch wish her the best uh recovering but bianca man that the spot what who was it that tried the uh, reverse spanish fly that was incredible those sequences those bianca, I think off the, uh, bianca. yeah yeah and becky of course did that leg drop i mean it's always awesome you know on the outside and, and bianca with the kod but these two uh, ladies set the bar and set the tone I, I hate they went too long and that's what cut the other matches down but in another sense i was kind of glad because i i really like becky lynch more and more i know i I, I'm a Charlotte fan. I, I get it, but I do like Bianca and stuff and, and everything. And it, it was awesome. And I really liked that main event. They were all great. I, I loved Rousey and Morgan, but Will said it, that tractor, who would have thought, I mean, that's a great way to book that match. <laughs> Rock being the cowboy. We love this version of him. And he picks up the ring with the shovel part of the tractor, the way Roman caught the mic. That was awesome. And then yeah, Brock yeah. doing Paul Heyman going, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Brock Lesnar. And then Heyman's expressions just sell it. I mean, it's all just gold, man. So Heyman everybody was laughing. Team. Yeah. That was the best he was. Part. Yeah. Heyman went, yeah, he took the bump. That, that was great. <laughs> you know? And then Michael Cole, I had to go back and see, I didn't get a chance to hear the commentary, but they said he was great because you had to be animated. I mean, they really, yep. and then theory, it was oh, just yeah, cool he, to see him, you know, walk down. So that's all I would add. It's just, like you guys went to WrestleMania, it's a unique experience to be there live to witness all this. So I had a good time. So that's why I'm a little partial to it. But I agree. I think it's one of the better shows they've done. Awesome. Awesome. Heyman weighs more than Roman. Well, yeah. Not like being, <laughs> I'm not okay. being mean, but there was backstage talks of like when like Brock brought up Heyman, his knee almost buckled. 
Wow. Because Brock skips leg day. Uh, so <laughs> say, say that to his face. <laughs> I mean, I'd be the guy that got knocked out by Brock Lesnar for if it got us a couple subscribers, you know? Yeah, there you go. Hey. So it's right, for the subscribers. So, yeah. so I think we can all agree that that SummerSlam was a great show. Raw came after it, right? And uh, so we're talking about the post Vince era well, report card Ted, here. Well, what was your uh, what's your letter grade for SummerSlam? Oh, I definitely give it a solid A. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it would have been an A plus for me if Corbin and McAfee had like three minutes less, right? And um, and if Liv had gotten just a little bit more shine to look like a little bit more credible champion in that match. I know that the job was supposed to be, you know, the goal was for Ronda to be hugely imposing to make the full transition to the heel. And, um, and we got that, but I would have liked to have seen Morgan be more substantial in that process. Yeah. Um, like get a little more offense in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, and I didn't like that theories, push started its way down on the pay-per-view um and we could talk a little bit, bit more about that in the raw in the raw segment here um i think that ultimately it's going to be a positive thing and i know cuz is going to say that in a minute <laughs> um you know but i i wish that we didn't see that start at the pay-per-view i would rather have seen that start at the raw after the pay-per-view and it didn't feel that way. Um, so that's those are the only three things that I found that I was like, really? Mm, you know, uh, the rest of the paper, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys were there with me. I was marking out. Yeah. I was marking out. So uh, great show. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw a little bit. Monday Night Raw is crazy. They, they focus on a mid-card championship and the prestige of that mid-card championship in the United States Championship. They give us a reason for why these guys are in contendership for for the championship in these two triple threat matches and two guys work twice on the show yep you get you get aj styles versus champa and champa gets the win yep um right that doesn't have triple h written all over it at all (laughs) no and then and then you actually capitalized on SummerSlam booking and you gave the mysterios a tag team championship opportunity because they came off with a huge win on the pay-per-view yep um with it again a focus on tag team wrestling and by the way the commentary team freaking a plus to the commentary team even Corey graves for how they put over that tag team match yep talking about why the usos are the champions and and you know really putting over the tag team division through their commentary as a commentator um i really that stuck to me like oh man they're shifting their focus on tag team wrestling a little bit here um commentary commentary in general just seems more organic now yes yes Mm -hmm. because people are i think it's because people are allowed to uh they're allowed to do their thing a little bit more you know um so here's what i want from you guys here i want the same kind of thing um you know, obviously Raw was, is a three-hour show. I don't want to talk about all three hours of the show here. Uh, give me a report card on how you think the Raw after SummerSlam went, and then give me 
uh, one thing that you want to that that you want to focus on in terms of this. Uh, I am gonna since I I ended with Tyler last time and he kind of had to wait patiently. I'm gonna ask Tyler to go first for Monday Night Raw. I would probably give it a B. Uh, I thought it was very good. It was refreshing. I don't know that it it'd be hard for it to live up to SummerSlam, but I will tell you and just real quick so we can go to the other panelists. Uh, I like EO Sky versus Bianca. I, I like this whole faction with Bailey. I, once again, the women are killing it. I, as much mm-hmm. as I want to go Champa and everything here, I, I love the new NXT roster call-ups and Dakota Kai being released coming back's great. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be interesting. And I hate that Becky Lynch, we're going to miss her with the separated shoulder, but we've all said it, man. Bianca, there's a reason she's getting pushed in, in holding this uh, Raw Women's title. I mean, she has definitely carried uh, the torch and, I'm excited to see what's uh, going to keep uh, continuing with this feud, this rivalry, and and with yeah. Alexa Bliss and Oscar, that's really neat. I, I like that whole combination of them helping Bianca. So that that's I'm just going to touch on a segment because, uh, like you said, it's three hours. It's hard to break it all down. So uh, that's my takeaways. I, I I like that part about it. Excellent, excellent. Uh, let's go to Cuz. So. I know we gave a letter grade for SummerSlam, but I figure with Raw, it's easier to give a star grade than a letter grade. So I'm okay. going to give it a 3.5 out of 5, which isn't a bad score. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things stood out to me, and I'm going to talk about two of them. It looks like they are now organizing the Judgment Day feud so that it has some kind of payoff to it. Um, I kind of wish that it didn't involve the Mysterios, but that's okay. They got to have something to do on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also understand why they are going the direction that they are going with the U.S. title because since Chapa's come up, he's done whatever he's been told to do and he's bought into it 100%. Um, I get into debates with a lot of the guys from the top rope uh, side of things when, you know, we talk about guys like Keith Lee and Killer Cross and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But Champa is an example of saying like, oh, you want me to be like a number two? Okay, cool. I'll be the biggest, best number two that you have on the card. Or like, oh, you need me to job out to a couple guys to make them look good? I'll give you the best match I can to make them look good. I think that he has the best chance out of some recent NXT call-ups that I've seen. Barring guys like Theory that has a real chance to be a real solid part of the locker room, kind of like in the same level as Kevin Owens. Hmm. Hmm. Where like he's respected by everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy he's getting his U.S. heavyweight title shot. Do I think he should win it straight away? I'm 50-50 on it, but maybe that'll change in like a week or two once I see him have a little bit more uh, matches. Okay. Okay. Uh, cause you and I, you and I have talked about this in person, uh, and via the group chat, uh, Austin theories push. Y- you have, you have said repeatedly 
that you think we need to see these guys go down and be part of the mid-card title scene before they get into this world title scene. Um, now, he had a, a brief stint with the U.S. Championship. He's He's got the Money in the Bank contract, which is – it kind of is a mid-card title. Um, you know, you, you, you know that when you put that on somebody that they are – you know, they've got the rocket on them, um, good, bad, or ugly. So it seems to me like Theory's push has kind of installed out a little bit here uh, with the so, creative change. Do, do you think that this is going to benefit him in the long run? So there are a lot of moving parts to this that I think people aren't taking into consideration. Um, one of the moving parts is, other than the McAfee feud, he hasn't yet to have a defining feud. Usually guys that get pushed up to the top of the card have a defining feud. Yep. Um, he has yet to have one. Two, I think he's got plenty of time to get back into you know the swing of things and everything like that. Because again, the contract is good for a year. Um, the other thing is, is that with everything that just went down with McMahon, he's kind of got the McMahon stink on him, mm. and needs to probably take a couple of months of uh, time, basically just paying his dues and everything on the card, so that people kind of forget that, you know, he was associated with Vince McMahon, because right now Vince McMahon's kind of taboo. Hmm. And, you know, it couldn't hurt a guy to lose for a couple of months, because, like it or not, if they're a good person, if they're a good wrestler and everything like that, it does them a lot of good, they learn in the ring, and they can bounce back and be stronger. Like, I just, uh, I think he can be on the top of the card. I think he'd be a really good, like, decent, like, guy and everything like that. I just think that, uh, like I said, he needs that, like, defining feud that, like, guys like Triple H and The Rock and, like, Stone Cold had on the secondary part of the card that basically everybody wants to tune in and watch. And you can tell that's going to, like, propel him up to the card and, you know, you hopefully you see those matches again because they were great. Um, right. I'll give you an example of how not doing it to where he has a proper feud is a detriment, and that would be Baron Corbin. Mm. As much as I love Corbin, I would have loved him to win the money in the bank after he had the big feud that he had with Roman. Right. He covered him with the dog food and everything like that. Because at that point, you know, you can tell he can work with the guy on the top of the card and everything like that, and can be a top draw. So that way, when you do finally put the rock out on, like like they did with Edge and the other guys, you know, it just it just seems like uh, it's about time. You know what right. I mean? Right. Understood. Thank you for that. Uh, all right, OG, round us out here. Monday Night Raw. Um, for me, it's a solid, it's a B plus, um, obviously with it being television and everything, it's, it's tough to live up to pay-per-view standards, but it was the first time that I actually sat down and watched Raw in a while and was able to 
but it was able to keep my attention for all three hours. Mm. So we're we're moving in the right direction, right at this point. And right. for me, I'm, I mean, everybody knows how big of a an NXT Black and Gold fan I was. So to see Champa like actually get a little bit of shine on the show and and beat someone who who is to me one of the one of the best wrestlers of my era at least um really puts the stamp on him being able to carry himself mm. and um even even if he doesn't take the belt from Lashley I think we're really setting up a Ciampa versus uh Miz uh feud eventually which if you can if you can feud with the Miz at this point then you can obviously be on the top of the card so right right so I um I have to agree I think that this Monday Night Raw was a a great show not obviously as good as as what we got out of SummerSlam but it's hard to get there right like SummerSlam 2022 is is up there with SummerSlam 2002 it doesn't beat it for me okay because the card is so stacked in 2002 uh it doesn't beat it for me but I think that it's it's way up there, and so uh, coming off of that and being right after that, it's really hard to have a back to back knock out of the park show. Um, I think that this this Monday Night Raw did a great job of follow up. Um, things were con- um, were congruent, and they 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 were consistent, uh, which is sometimes a, a flaw that we find with with WWE programming going from night one to night two. Um, and, uh, I really enjoyed it. I do think that raw needs to get knocked down an hour, um, three hours, just a lot of TV time. And they're, they're doing it. Okay. Right now, these last two raws have been really great. And we've seen some flashes of greatness from Monday night raw in the last year or so. Um, but it's just really hard to consistently book three hours of good wrestling TV show for one night. Um, and so I think that going back to two hours would be really beneficial at this point in time. Um, that being said, uh, I want to talk about AJ Styles for a minute here. Um, I said to you guys on Saturday night, we were here for the pay-per-view. I said, uh, AJ Styles gets another championship run. Now that Triple H is in creative control, he gets one more chance. You know, he's up there. He's in his forties. You know, he's not going to have many more years where he looks as good as he looks in the ring right now. And, it's funny because um, on Raw, during that triple threat match, the spot with Ali, Ali hits the 450, legs pop up afterwards. AJ Styles picks him right up into the Styles Clash. Uh, it was very reminiscent for me of X Division AJ Styles from yep. TNA and, you know, NWA TNA. And, um, and it made me kind of flash back. I distinctly remember um, being in the car with my dad. Uh, I want to say it was either my freshman or my sophomore year of high school. Uh, NWA TNA was, was just recently a thing. Uh, it, it was not very old. Um, it was still in that weekly pay-per-view time. Excuse me. Um, but the I remember saying to my dad, This guy, AJ Styles, um, I saw I saw something of his on the internet. And you have to remember, 
back then, the internet, you can only access it from a computer, right? Um, and YouTube wasn't really a thing, right? So someone would just like post a video of something and it would be like the video file that you could download. And I downloaded it and it was like, it was the, it was like an, a match for the X division championship and AJ Styles was in it. And, uh, and I remember saying to my dad, I'm like, dad, this guy is the future of professional wrestling. My dad was like, what do you know? <laughs> you know, like, you know, like you're, you're a 16 year old kid, a 15 year old kid. What, what do you know? Like, it's going to be, I'm like, dad, you wait, you watch. And, um, and to see him still be performing at the, at the rate that he's performing at and still going out there and getting his shine, but also putting someone over like Champa, um, and doing the favors. Uh, for guys that that need it it's uh it's really crazy to me because it made me it it sent me right back to that conversation i remember getting out of his red hyundai elantra hatchback at wherever we were at i think we were going shopping for something for uh for one of the businesses he owned and um and we um we were getting out of the car talking about this as it happened and my dad was like what are you talking about i'm like i wish i got buy i could buy stock in this company right now because of this guy and my dad's like you don't ever buy stock for a company that's all just getting off the ground <laughs> you know like you know his, his thoughts were, were purely business-based but in terms of professional wrestling i i just knew that aj styles was going to be that guy and um i mean how my many dad years did, my dad my, uh... didn't know my dad didn't know AJ Styles from, you know, from Ric Flair, you know, <laughs> he, you know, the only thing he knew about Ric Flair is that he'd seen his ass at a house show in Philadelphia, you know, years <laughs> earlier, <laughs> you know, because DDP went to do a roll up and, and pulled down Flair's trunks and we got a whole Flair mooning the whole Yikes. audience. He, because once the, once the trunks came down, he walked around the whole ring, pretended to hike up his, his trunks, but that, that ass was out there. Yikes. Um, I bet he did. No, he did. He's that guy. Um, so AJ Styles, like, really, like, just his involvement in this show blew me away. And it, and the folks on Tag Team Wrestling blew me away. It made me feel really good about where we're at with WWE programming. Um, all of that being said, what are what are your hopes for what we get from WWE moving forward in these next couple of weeks, these next couple of months? Um, what What changes would you like to see that you think will benefit the programming. And uh, and I'm going to start with Cuz on this one. Put actual workers in the main events. Like guys that can handle the 15, 20-minute matches and keep them interesting and draw crowds in. Those are the guys that I want to see in the main event. I don't mm. want to see BS matches in the main event when it comes to the TV show reward the good workers like make it interesting gotcha gotcha that's a great one let's go to uh let's go to tyler p i'll tell you some of my hopes a guy that i think once he gets over kind of the comedic stuff but he's a great wrestler who i see and this may uh, sound crazy but he could main event because he's got that kurt angle stigma about him and that's that's gable 
I think mm-hmm. that guy could really, if he gets the right push around, which I, I have a lot of hopes with Triple H in there, this is a guy, no offense to Otis, but, you know, let this ride out, but slowly start getting him in an important feud and, and make him serious. Mm-hmm. And, man, I, that guy can go. I think he'll put together some great matches with whoever he's positioned with. Mm-hmm. No more shoes. Oh, come on. The shoes is over, though. Oh, I, I like that. That's so much yeah. heat. <laughs> Ted has a so great impersonation heat. of him, too. Yeah. If we're um, going to talk about guys that we want to get pushed, I really want Moss at the top of the card. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. He could get there. He, I think he needs a solid, I think he needs a, a, a good six months of, of mid card run, though, showing what he can do before he gets there. Uh, a lot of the, you know, the radicals coming over from WCW. You know, like that that kind of a mid-card push. Well, it's um, the, the good thing about where where we're at right now is that there's a lot of good young talent, and now there's new blood taking control of everything. So these guys are going to get the the development that they need on the main roster at this point. Mm-hmm. And is that what you're hoping to see, OG? No, what I'm actually hoping to see, and which is hilarious because we did a whole show on storytelling matches versus spot wrestling i would love more long-term storytelling on the on wwe uh, television mm. because that's what they're known for mm. that that was their bread and butter coming up and they kind of got away from it for a little while and now with triple h taking over that's what he did down in nxt to make it so good and if he can bring that to the main roster the way that he did down there we're in for quite the ride Agreed. Agreed. Well, my friends, let let us know what you think in the comments below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you are listening on a podcast platform on Sportswire Radio, or if you are watching on Northeast Sports, please hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Remember to go buy your merch, hit that subscribe button, follow us across social media, and we will catch you guys next time here in Rewind Wrestling Radio.